I feel like I'm like with the FBI undercover. Because you're wearing a wire. Yeah. You listen to the podcast. Yeah. No, I don't. Have you listened to one that you were on ages ago? Yeah, the one that was on ages ago I listened to. It was a different situation I I today though, isn't it? Because last time you were a little bit pissed off with me. I can't remember. I think it was just about. Oh, that. I know. It was um, when Reggie was born. About work. Yeah. Working too much. Yeah. Not doing what you said you'd do. Take the time off. Oh, actually taking the official time off. Yeah. Okay. So, different situation today. Very different situation. Wanted to bring you back onto the show. Mm-hmm. And for anyone that's listening, just to give them some context, because at the moment, all they're thinking is, you're not Harry. <laughs> you want to introduce yourself? I'm Sarah, Adam's wife. Currently work at? Expert Trade. How many kids? Two children, Riley and Reggie. How old are they? Riley is three and a half, and Reggie is four months. Make sure you speak up a little bit. You're being much quieter than normal. Okay. It might be because you've got probably because you've just like put mood lighting on. To be fair. Hold on, it's not mood lighting. It, it feels like mood lighting. Well, I've got a glass of red wine. As I said, I want to sit down and chat with you. Open a bottle of red wine. You're obviously not drinking it because all you drink is tea. Um, and the mood lighting is because we've got some hue lights. Blame Harry for that. When he listens to this back, okay. you can literally say something to Harry right now because he's going to edit this. Yeah, I do think. You like the mood lighting. <laughs> <laughs> no one can see you now, but you're kind of blushing a little bit. We, we, we have our own little, we won't go into that, but we, we, won't go into that. But we have like a symboling method yeah. for the hue lights that are positioned in the bedroom. Correct. We'll leave it at that, shall we? Leave it keep it a clean podcast. Apart from my profanity, we'll keep it relatively clean. Profanity. Swearing. Okay. So, you're on the podcast, not because of the amazing work you're doing at Expert Trades. <laughs> <laughs> That's <laughs> great. I'm just being honest. You're on the podcast today because you've taken on a new challenge. That's the way I'm going to put it. And I want to talk to you just about that, the thinking around it. Okay. And potentially today, potentially on a future show, I don't know whether this is going to come into us doing this every week or two weeks, sitting okay. down, touching base and seeing how we're getting on. I'll base that on the download numbers to see how interesting you are and whether people <laughs> like it. Um, but yeah, so you're taking on a new challenge. Yeah. And... The current setup for us is I'm an expert trades. Been doing it for about four years. It's a startup, small team. Small team means everyone's got lots of work to do all the time. It also means I'm not at home. I don't want to say as often as I'd like to be, but not as regularly as I'd like to be. In terms of sometimes I want to be back earlier to spend time with the boys and bits like that, but running its own business has its own challenges. So we've got a fairly manic household because you sort of hold it together. Yeah. 
and I don't think you're going to be able to do that as effectively anymore. So what I'm really trying to get out of this is showing what you're doing. Mm-hmm. Because I think loads of people, if they're in this situation, and not even in our situation, but loads of people that listen to the podcast, are first-time founders, entrepreneurs, thinking about becoming an entrepreneur. Yeah. And one of their biggest drawbacks or holdbacks or worries is the relationship they're in and the amount of strain it could put on that relationship. And I think that we have, correct me if I'm wrong, but the last three to six months has just been amazing. Yeah, you've got that loads better. I said, uh, hold on, hold on. It's not just me that's got better. No, you've got better at juggling your time. I've got better at juggling my time and you've got much better at being understanding about my time. And I think it's because that you now know that you, that, that you and the boys are first. Yeah. Sometimes I have to work long, mm-hmm. but you should, I think you're now in the mindset that he doesn't want to be at work. He would rather be with the family, yeah. but he, he's got to do his job. Yeah, but I think that that's only come from that that has come from you um, juggling your time better because you've made me, um, I don't know how to put this, feel special again. Okay. And that's taking time. I asked. Yeah, that's taking like, what, over, like nearly four years, basically. <laughs> nearly four years. See. But we're there. Of me just being like, right down and, here. And, and can I ask, just to get into the, the topic, has that been helpful to you with how you're feeling now to give you the confidence to, to start your new thing? No. No, because I'm, like, stressing. Why? Because, like, I don't want to f- do what you did. Were you about to say, I don't want to fuck this up? No. It looked like you, I don't want to... F- and then... No. So you don't want to do... You don't want to be really bad at juggling time for the next four years? Yeah. So let's get into it and let's explain to people what you're doing. So... What are you doing? What's new? Okay. What's your new challenge? So, shall I rewind right back? Yeah, it'd be great as well if you don't put your hands over your mouth when you're talking. Okay, so, I don't know if you guys know, but Adam did the ultra-white-collar boxing event. Um, if they're following on Instagram, probably, but I yeah. don't think we spoke about it on the podcast. Okay. Um, I'm just one of those quiet heroes. I don't like to shout about all the good stuff that I do. Oh, shut up. <laughs> Um, so he did that and on his fight night obviously I went to watch him he got the win Um, and that encouraged I've always had like a thing for boxing so I thought okay I'm going to do this um, and try and one get myself back into shape um, do it for me um, and I've always had like a thing for boxing and I just thought I'm really going to enjoy this and I'll, I'll need Adam to, to like, support me through my training and bits like that. As in, I train two times a week at a certain time. For he eight needs, weeks. For eight weeks. He needs to make sure that he's back. You missed um, one really important thing. What? I won when I did mine. I said you won. I wasn't listening. Sorry. I, I think that's when okay. I was having a drink and trying to be quiet. Okay. Um, yeah. But I won. Yeah. Okay. Just driving that home. So I started fitness classes before my training date started and also joined the gym um, and I felt amazing, like, straight away. I think it was, one, because I was getting out and it was 
my time to do my thing. Um, it kind of, if I'm sure you guys know if you've got kids, it drives you crazy being home all day with two small children and then not having an adult conversation. Um, and and it's not as even if you can call me up middle of the day because oh yeah you bite my head off. I don't bite your head off. Okay, you're not listening to me because you're you're like typing away and you're like. Yeah, it's just it so in, frustrating in when I get a phone call and it's like, it, it, and it's just, I just want to chat. And it's like 10 wanna, past 10 in the morning. I don't say I just want to chat. There's always something I ring up for. I don't just ring up randomly to have like a, a random conversation with you. You know I don't. Oh, we're not going to disagree about this on the podcast. Okay. But I'm going to start keeping a sticky note next to my desk because the amount of time that you call me up and just like, just want to see how you are. Oh, I'm sorry for being a <laughs> loving, caring wife. <laughs> Anyway, back to your story. Yeah, well, you're putting me off. I don't know where I was now. Yeah. How so, good training was making you feel. Yeah, so training was making me feel amazing. It was me getting out of the house and doing something for myself, which I'd not done since before I had Riley. I'm not saying I've not been out of the house and done anything. <laughs> but... You get me arrested. I was, <laughs> I was doing something that I was passionate about. Oh, I think I just was wiggling the mic then. Okay. Brushing. So someone who's got it loud in the car is just going to hear all your hair static against the mic. Yeah, so I was just feeling amazing. I was getting into shape. I was eating healthy. Um, I was doing pad work and and on the boxing bag, even when I went to the gym. And that was obviously like a really good stress relief for me. What's this? You can ignore this. I've never done this before, so this is Instagram Live, okay. and we're, we're just trying new things on Instagram Live. So you can just carry on talking, and I'm just. Well, it kind of put me off now. Okay, but you can carry okay. on. We'll just get back into it. Um, so when I started my, I don't know where to look now. So when I started my training. <laughs> <laughs> you can look at me. We're having the conversation. Okay. So when I started training, <laughs> I don't. That's a really off point. She's really struggling with the new Instagram Live. We've never done this before, guys. And if you are listening to the podcast, um, apologies for this, but we are just trying to work out now how we drive more value through Instagram, mm -hmm. which is actually something you taught me some bits on the other day. Yeah. So you can carry on talking. Okay. So I did all my training on my fight night. I got the win. Woohoo! Woohoo! It was an amazing feeling, the best feeling ever. It was, I'm like still putting about it now. It was such. An amazing experience. The training was great, and yeah, it was just the best thing that I've ever done. I just got so much out of it. Okay, but just to get to the meat and the bones of it, is how do you go from that to all of a sudden, well, spending a couple of grand and saying I want to become a personal trainer? There was something you haven't covered off, okay. which was during the training. So during the training, um, I was going to the gym as well with my stepmom, and she would have struggled without me. Um, motivating her and sort of guiding her in the gym because all she'd ever done is classes before. So I really, really enjoyed that side of things as well uh, and seeing how much she enjoyed it. And she then obviously saw my training through the boxing and the gym when we'd not been for like, when because she, she's a nurse, so she works shifts, so we don't always get to go to the gym together. She then saw how much I'd sort of come on and then that motivated her even more. So that's when I decided to 
well, not really when I decided to. I just got like a, such a passion for the training, the gym, getting into shape and also motivating somebody else and seeing that what I was doing had a positive influence on someone else. Mm-hmm. So that's why I wanted to do a personal training course. Uh, but it's not the first time you've had that itch before, is it? You've, no. You've no. been interested before. Talk about that for a sec. At school? Mm-hmm. Okay, so yeah, I was a big like team player at school. Uh, basketball, rounders, I was in all the teams. That was my favourite subject at school. Um, and then from that, I went to college uh, to do a sports course. Um, but I kind of quit the course. Why? Because I didn't enjoy... Someone just gave us some advice on Instagram Live that it was a bit closer. You need to get the, a bit closer so they can hear you on Instagram Live. Oh, okay. So trial and error. You can talk to me still, though. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, just because I didn't enjoy school. And, it, like, the bitchiness and stuff like that. And that just carried on. But, but for me, you did, col- you did it at college, didn't you? Yeah. You didn't enjoy school, but then you chose to move on to college to do sports. Yeah. Surely that was a different sort of mindset and attitude because you've opted into that. You can't, opt, you can't opt out of school. You go to school, you finish it. At that point, you go into the working world, so... I see what you're saying, but I already had a job at this point. So the one thing that I can probably add into this now is you were extremely independent when we met. Yeah. Did you just get used to earning money yourself? Oh so, yeah. And that, that was a distraction to what you did at college? Uh, I don't know. So I had, like, a paper round, and then I had a Saturday job from the age of 14 and basically just worked... All the way from 14 to obviously, like I've never not worked. Mm-hmm. Um, even working when I was at college, it wasn't, it wasn't a, um, I don't, I don't know. I just didn't like, I just didn't enjoy it. It was, there was just, it was just bitchiness. Okay. Like at school. And it was that same horrible atmosphere that I just didn't, didn't enjoy. But I wanted to highlight it. Largely because it's not as if doing well, sports just, is new yeah, to you at this point. Yeah, it's not just come out, of, come out of nowhere. And maybe that's why... That's why I was receptive to it. Yeah. Because maybe when that... I thought about it, when you... So where I was coming from is you've just done eight weeks training, then all of a sudden you've been in the gym a bit more than normal. And if you didn't have that background, rightly or wrongly, I would have gone, if I leave it four weeks, yeah. I don't... I think it's going to fizzle out. Yeah. But I acted on this fairly quickly for you, but... In terms of what this relay back to me, when you told me that you're interested in doing it, mm-hmm. what were the sort of things that I asked? Mm-hmm. While you're slurping your tea, we can. Uh, do you want me to remind you? Why yeah. don't Why don't we just sign straight up to it? Okay, because you said we need to have an action plan. We need a game plan, not an action plan. plan. The the key thing is for me is you can't just go into it. You can't without an end result. That's exactly a goal. You can't go into anything, in my opinion, now without an end result. Um, And there's a really cheesy quote which I heard the other day, which I wrote in my notepad because I like my new Moleskine, uh, which was something along the lines of, "If you can't see the target, you're never going to hit it." I quite like it. That will be an Instagram quote card soon, no doubt, uh, with what you've got me doing. but there was a couple of things that kind of flashed into my head and it's going to be really interesting to bring Harry onto the podcast to talk about this because Harry's gone down a similar route. He loved being in the gym 
but for Harry, it took something that he was just passionate about for him as a your two journeys are different and I want to see how they both pan out because you one second you really enjoy training Lindsay in the gym yeah and you've got your enjoyment out of that Harry enjoyed just building himself and he's a he's a I don't know how much of this he's going to edit and listen to but the guy has had the biggest transformation from anyone that I personally know to attitude around the gym and focus and ability and just he's a machine but it turned something that he loved and you always hear these people say do like follow your passion and you'll make money and it'll be successful and you'll enjoy going to work every day and it's just a load of hoorah bullshit in my opinion because he's a prime example you took something that you loved and it converted it into a job for him so what I want to do now for the next 10-15 minutes is talk about how your journey is going to be different in your opinion mm-hmm. if it's going to be different what your goals are okay and then the fact that you've probably got a luxury that most people don't. Yeah, and that's that's where me and Harry yeah. are different. And I I'll be re- I would be really I would love to rewind and see if Harry could have done what you're doing, where he would have ended up. Because I think he would have had the pressure. Do you know what I mean? To yeah. manage a day job where he was working, which was labour intensive, and then try and build up a PT business on the side. Yeah, I just I don't th- I think that's what's I mean that's so that's, tough. But that's what's scary about anyone starting their own business yeah so let's just talk about your mission around this yeah because if we bring you back onto the podcast it'd be good to just stay in touch and see how you're getting on and let Mm -hmm. people know what you're doing hold me accountable hold you accountable but when when we spoke about it the way you communicated it to me to start with was it wasn't really much about becoming a pt there was more of an emotional feel to it so yeah. tell, tell me what that is. So it was, it's the whole thing of, I guess, for three and a half years, it's been me staying at home, looking after the boys mm-hmm. and looking after you. You've got three kids, that's what we always say. Um, and I just needed to do something for me and I feel like you're you were you not that you ever obviously you would never have said you're not doing it back then or but that just wasn't the right time probably for a number of reasons one I wasn't I wasn't good at balancing my time yeah so this is for me trying to give value to the people listening is if I could go back and rewind the implications of me not being good at my time clearly had a bigger impact than I thought because it probably made you feel a bit more constrained with your time. Yeah. So that's one thing. And the eight weeks that you did the training in the for the boxing forced me again yeah. to put stuff in my calendar. It's not just that as well. It's, yeah, obviously you were here most of the time, but for the time that you weren't here, it was other family. Mm. that was that was helping out so I think the key is that if you've got a good supportive family around you if you've got a good supportive family around you then they're going to be more than happy to help you out where they can whether that's obviously for me it was them giving up their time so I could go and do my thing but someone that's listening to the show now who might be 
just two people with a kid mm-hmm. moved away from family one of them might like the, the the power woman in the relationship might be very corporate moved to london in the uk for example moved away from family and they don't have family around them yeah from that comment that makes it feel like if the guy is the guy that's at home looking after the kids, then it's going to be very difficult for him to start his own thing. So how does someone navigate that? Or, or is, that, that some, is that something we can even comment on? Like, we I don't just, know that. I don't know. I, I mean, think, I, I think the, the timing for us as well, Ryan is at preschool. Mm-hmm. Um, and n- not this September, September 2018, Ryan starts full-time school. So I'm going to have lots more, lots more time. And we've spoke about this. Is yes, you work for expert trades. What you do for expert trades is very just task driven because yeah. it has to be. And one of your like your your skill, hundred percent from a working world perspective, has always been sales, account management, on the phone, building rapport, getting results. Yeah. And what, what is always... Very target-driven. Very target-driven. And one thing that has always annoyed me... Um, annoyed is probably the wrong word. It's probably a bit harsh. But can you imagine the fucking damage oh, we would do yeah. if you came to work every single day in terms of outbound telesales? Not even telesales, because I think at this point you would be the person closing the 3, 5, 10, 20k deals for me. I just think that, I guess... We would have done some damage together as well. We would have done some damage together, but our lives would be completely... A whole lot less fun. Different. I mean, look behind you on the wall. A whole lot less fun. Exactly. So we wouldn't change anything. It's, just for context, what's on the wall is three canvases of us and the boys. Um, so yeah, it all works out for the best. Yeah. But I mentioned that because I think at the moment is four years ago. If you'd done a PT thing, we probably would be sat here four years later, and you just would have made all the mistakes because it would have been the other way around. I've got a job. Yeah. You, you've got your own business. Well, but, it just wouldn't have happened because. No, I don't know. A family and stuff like that, of of having the boys. No, I'm I'm saying before the boys, if you decided to do something like this. Because I think I've personally gone through every single mistake there is building a business. Yeah. And what I'm trying to do with you now is you've got a really cool mission. um, Yeah. Which we've kind of got into. And what I want to try and do is help shape that into a business and not just a, I'm going to do a PT course, get level two, level three, get some instructor stuff, and then... If I find a client by luck because I'm having a coffee at Bluestone Fitness, quick plug for those guys, <laughs> is that's our gym. Like that's not what I want for you. Yeah. And I think when when we spoke about strategy, it's what do you want to do? And you're like, I want to be a PT. I was like, cool. That's... I'm really sorry if you can hear me drinking my tea. By the way. I was like, that's really cool. That's the what. I was actually really impressed. Because you watched Simon Sinek start with why. Oh, I know. Took it in. And I was like, cool. So you've got your what. And if anyone doesn't know this yet, please YouTube. (laughs) Simon Sinek, start with why. I watched it like three years ago. And it was one of the most impactful videos I ever watched. And I was like, that's the what you do. I couldn't believe that he watched it three years ago because he basically... I could have said it word for word. Yeah, he quoted the guy. And I've watched it once. It just... The guy is such a good communicator. Um, but yeah, definitely definitely go and check it out. But literally to the point that I'm saying, pause the podcast, go and check it out, and then come back. It's that important to you. If, you, if you're this far into this... And this, Can I just interrupt? Sorry. Of course. Used to this it. just shows... Shut up. This just shows how dedicated I am for this as well. I, Gary Vaynerchuk... Gary Vay... 
every time I go upstairs and I'm not with Adam. He is watching Gary Vaynerchuk. I just that's totally weird actually that you're watching it in bed. I watch it in bed. I put it on the uh, YouTube fire, like, fire stick, whatever we've got. Obviously, every other word with him is effing and blinding. So obviously he doesn't have it on around the kids. So I'm like, if, if Riley comes up, obviously I get him to pause it and stuff. It's my Saturday morning and Sunday morning binge. I watch like half an hour, 45 minutes. And I have been listening to him. It's a commitment. It is commitment. But I think it's because And you... I watched him in the bath. A quite really? relaxing bath, and I watched Gary Vaynerchuk. How do you watch Gary Vaynerchuk in the bath? I mean, I can because I get a bit hoorah about it, but wow. you're the, you normally like candles and quiet. Yeah. Go you, I'm impressed. So you listen to Simon Sinek, and it was cut. I was trying to explain to you that you've got your what, like, but, but, but why do you want to do this? Because of this, there seems to be something deeper, the way you're talking to me about it. Yeah. And you mentioned it earlier, like you found your you time. Yeah. So... Harry's asked me to ask you a question okay. for this. And it's because he's got his own answer. Yeah. And he wants to hear your answer. Okay. I'm intrigued. So, for context, as I mentioned earlier, Harry is a personal trainer, qualified personal trainer. Yeah. Um, from a, an absolute love and a passion of being in the gym, thought it's a natural step to go and do that. And then... It was it would it was definitely a hundred percent difficult for his situation because he has a job and he was trying to he would have had to build side income up to the point where he had to make a leap from his day job yeah. to his job. He has a had a fiance girlfriend when he did this and he was saving for a house. It was just a bad timing all round. You've got a different world. You yes, you've got two kids. Yeah. But the work that you're doing is you get paid by expert trades. You do a lot of tasks for expert trades, but you've got the opportunities to not be reliant on a personal trainer's income. Yeah. That's just for context. What Harry's asked me to ask is, what does a successful personal trainer or a personal PT business look like to you? Like what does success look like? <sighs> okay. Um, so the route that I'm going down was to to help other mums find their me time, give them the confidence, help them be able to do what I've done. Not as in become a personal trainer, but to to help them feel better about themselves again. Just to point out now to every single person listening, that's the difference. Is two weeks before we spoke and we did we did this exercise is it was, I want to become a personal trainer. Whereas now I say, why do you want to become a personal What are you doing? And it's, I'm helping other mums find their me time because it's something that I struggled with for three and a half years. Yeah. Like, just surely as an emotional, like as a mum, like that, that is so much more compelling. And I'm talking about it just from a marketing perspective, mm -hmm. like buying, getting people to buy into your mission. Do you know what's funny? What? It took you three days to do it. Took me three and a half years to do it for expert trades. Three and a half years before I knew the mission. Mm -hmm. And surely for and you, you tell me now you know that. Yeah. How has that helped? Like massively, because you know me, I would have I would have just I'd have just signed up for it. I'd have just signed up for it and was like, yeah, I'm going to be a personal trainer, and when I'm qualified, I'll work it out from there. What's one of the benefits of knowing the game plan? Like, what are you doing on the side now? So, um, 
apart from getting on my podcast and trying to get some free lessons, <laughs> trying to get some new followers. So this I'm in the pros- process of um, doing a vlog to document my journey. Journey of what? Journey of becoming a personal trainer. Okay. So how often are you recording that? Uh, I'm going to aim to do like one a week. What, record once a week? Record once a week. Or publish once a week? Publish once a week. When are you recording? As and when. So it's sort of like a weekly roundup? It's like a weekly roundup. Okay. I saw something on Instagram earlier where you had my boy doing exercises in our living room. Oh yeah, so obviously... What's your, just just for everyone knows, what's your Instagram handle? Sarah, S-A-R-A. L, Callow, C A double L O W. So I'm really interested to know if anyone does get this point in the podcast. Sarah L Callow, hit her up on Instagram. Let her know you listen to the episode. Yeah. So, yeah, my um, my video today was me doing a workout and Ronnie was getting involved. It <laughs> looked cute. So, so yeah. And then he's you need, got... to, you need to change just as a put. You need to change where you put the camera. Okay. Yeah. Lighting and just dist- like distraction wise, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. It Sorry. was side point. Okay. So how long is your course? So it's flexible learning. So what does that mean? So I've got everything in Dropbox PDF format. Mm-hmm. Um, all the revision notes, and then I've. Also got the test papers, um, so I've, so it's basically level. Um, Don't worry about the details. Okay. How long is it going to take? So twelve weeks for level two. Which is a gym instructor. Yeah. And then level three is personal trainer. Yeah. Cool. So before you can actually do the real stuff that you want to do, you've got to get to level three, and then you do classes afterwards. Yeah. Day, so, you, day. so you're looking at four or five months before you qualified. It obviously varies. Okay. So I don't really know a time frame. And then to finally get to Harry's answer. Success. Three years. Five years. What are you doing? I guess like... No, like just for me, like knowing that I've, knowing that I've helped these mums, like... One, get out of the house, meet other mums, get back into shape, get them feeling confident. And whether that's going to a gym or doing a home workout, with my help, that's what I, that's what I want to be doing. So, you just said the word home workout. So is this... I'm not going to try and lead any questions here, so I'm just going to try and ask them very easily, as in like just A and B. Is this a you in the gym eight hours a day with clients, or is this you creating content for more than those people you see in the gym? Yeah, creating content. Okay. Why? Because it's more scale. You can impact more people. Yeah. So. You can make more of a difference. So the thing that we spoke about is the reason I said, please document your journey is what you don't want to do is in five months' time come out the gates and say, cool, I'm qualified, and then no one know you. Yeah. And also the fact that the thing is what you're actually trying to do is educate people around getting fit. You said, like, meeting other moments, so it's like networking. Yeah. 
it's it can be quite lonely if you're stuck in all day looking after a baby or a child so pulling this back to business like money wise what do you want to learn i don't know so i think on that note is I had no interest in trying to lead it. When we had our discussions and our strategy and we yeah. sat here talking about it, like none of that was about business and revenue side. Yeah, it was just more, like around, more that, around mission. Yeah. Because I, I, I personally think like mission, mission trumps everything. If you get that right, the money will follow. That's where I need your business head. Yeah, I, obviously, yeah, I'm, I'm here. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and if you go back and listen to the 130 episodes of the podcast, there should be some nuggets in there for you as well. Um, but i think that's probably something that we could talk about later on as you get down this journey yeah but it feels like this is more of a mission-led you want to help other moms but when we spoke about it and when you got a little bit emotional on the couch about it is you wanted to be successful for the boys i do yeah talk to me about that no, because I'm probably going to get emotional again. Emotional's fine. Um, I just... I don't think I can. What are you feeling right now? It's because you said I got upset and now I want to get upset. I didn't say I got upset. No, 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 you said you got upset about it. I said you got emotional about it. Yeah. No different. Okay. I said it on purpose, I want to take you back okay. there, because it was so real the way you spoke to me about it. <clears throat> yeah, I just want to make my boys pride, proud of me. So I already know that when they see what the first few years of their life look like, five, six, seven, when they get older, I already know they're going to be proud of you. But that feels like that doesn't scratch the itch. So tell me if I'm right or wrong, just being the best mum in the world isn't enough for you. You also want to be a provider. Yeah. And I guess that comes from me being so independent before we met. And not that I've had it snatched away from me, mm-hmm. but... Like, you're the one that goes to the office. Yeah, I'm working at home and being a mum. But I I want more. And I know that when they're both at school, if I had nothing, if I, if I had nothing, then I would go crazy. And that's one of the things that I've always loved about you. Is like you have never you always wanted to split the bill with me when we were dating. You always wanted to, you were so independent. I didn't, I didn't need a man to come in and look after me. I know, but just to be really clear, you are just as much potentially more of a provider for those boys than I am. Okay, just because the money comes in through my account for that salary, and it's not a bloody big salary. I'm a, it's a bloody startup. I can't do what I do without you at home Uh looking after that. And I am so, so excited for what you're doing on your journey. 
I never once thought I'd see the day where I come upstairs, you're normally tucked up, playing a stupid game. It's stupid to you. It's stupid to me. It's not Clash of Clans. Um, That you're obsessed with. Potentially. Um, By the way, there's a thing now called Stats Royale that tells you how many games you've played in total. If you times that by the three minutes per game. Oh my God. Scared the crap out of me of how much time I spent in that game. But I've already seen like a different level of focus to you. And what I want to make sure is I pull your ass back onto the podcast every now and then to make sure this doesn't fizzle out. It's not going to fizzle out. I'm so determined you don't even you don't even understand. The reason that I don't think it's going to fizzle out is because you did the work and you tried to work out the why and not the what. Because it's so, it's so easy to give up on a what. It's so easy to say, I run a business that is an office package for tradespeople. I can give up on that tomorrow. And if you just take the office package and you just say, what's the why for that? Is I make tradespeople's lives easier so they've got more time with their family at home at the weekend. You can't give up on that because you're fucking taking people time off them. Like you found your why and that's why I know you ain't going to give up on it. I'm really excited for you, bro. I'm excited too. Are you going to keep coming back on the show and talking about it? When it's worth talking about? <laughs> not, not that you've just learnt what bones are and the stuff that you're stressing about and you're learning stuff, but oh, yeah. you have to, to come and jump back on. Yeah. Cool. The thing that I want to get into for the listeners of this podcast, just because of the, the type of stuff that we want to cover, one, it's Startup Diary. It's those documenting expert trades. We had a great guest on the other day, Dan, who's got the bearded baby, uh, the British bearded baby, uh, who's started doing a startup. I would love to turn this into cool a... Cool branding, by the way, for that. It is, isn't it? Sort of photo. 40's doing his website for him. I don't think 40's told him that yet, because I don't think I've replied to his email, but I asked 40 today, and he's building his website for him. Um, at way below cost. <laughs> uh, but he wanted to help. Um, so, for me it's exciting, because it feels like the podcast is growing in places we didn't think it would, and it feels like we'll be talking to Dan about his startup, and we're going to be documenting yours, the thing that I think is going to be the most valuable is talking about how you're trying to build a following and then how you're building a list and then how you're engaging those and you're thinking of the memberships and content and courses. Yeah. Um, and then with Dan, it's e-commerce and it's selling product. And you should go and listen to Dan's episode because, to be honest, we've actually committed to helping Dan in a number of different ways. And by, I am definitely not someone that can sit here and say, we've, we've got a solution because we're good at startups and we've got a successful business. I just know I've made loads of mistakes, and if I can help someone not make the same mistakes, awesome. But Dan's mission focused. So I think it's so much easier to speak to someone and chat with them about their business when they've got that mission. Value. Should we leave it there? You want to say anything else? I don't know, I guess it's made me a little bit emotional again. <laughs> Not every podcast is going to make you emotional, I promise. It kind of gets you on this one. I think it's difficult. Yeah, I think you did. You actually got snappy with me. Yeah. So if anyone's, You're a dick. if anyone's got this far and we are 40 minutes in. That's ridiculous. Yep. You can see how me and how you use time during the day and we had to kind of stop doing podcasts for a bit when we're really lumped up, carving time back out for it now. Um, but if you've got this far in the podcast, go back. It's, the title's obvious. It's something like a, a personal chat with a wife or something. Go and listen to that. 
with him getting told off. But we'll leave it there. <laughs>